Hey everyone, end of 2022, we're going into the new one. What's up with that? That's right, this is the last episode of the year. The last episode of the first year of How I Got Tinnitus, which may not be a big deal for you, but it's probably a big deal for the Icelandic president of the How I Got Tinnitus fan club, which is, I'm just kidding, that doesn't exist. What's up, everyone? It's been a wild year. My name's JD, and my tinnitus is bad, but you know what it's not as bad as? It's definitely not as bad as that scene in Babe 2, Pig in the City, when all the animals get snatched up by the dog catcher, and the uh, the wiener dog, whose hind legs are in a wheelchair, is racing after his friends as they're being taken away, and he's trying to save them. And then his wheelchair breaks, and then he's stuck in the middle of the street, and he can't help his friends. It's definitely not that bad. So I got that going for me. Here's hoping, uh, you know, from time to time, when it serves you, you can have the kind of perspective that puts some distance between yourself and the sort of negative thinking that can sometimes override folks like us living with tinnitus. Hey, and you know what? If you don't have tinnitus and you're listening to the show, good job. Good for you, because that's that's uh, good for me, because that's kind of the goal of the show is while we we love to talk about this situation we got going on with the ringing in our ears or our head or our brain where is it where is it i some people tell me they get ringing in their toes sometimes just kidding just kidding i've had a little bit of coffee this morning we're sitting around waiting for our heat to get fixed that's right we live where it's cold heater went out just before we were going to go visit some family for the holidays. Taking some L's, y'all. Took a bunch of L's this past year. Oh, can you hear that? Could you hear the drill? They're making a racket. Could you hear that one? They are not wearing ear protection down there. No matter how many times I tell them about my own story. It's difficult. It's difficult to convey to others the importance of hearing protection. Until, unfortunately, it's too late. What's it going to take? Maybe that's going to be one of my New Year's resolutions, is to figure out what it's going to take. Dang, they are going to town with the drills down there. What's it going to take to get to people? Convey to them the importance of hearing protection when it, when it matters. You know, we don't want to go overboard. Not JD in summer of 2021 driving down the highway trying to test out over earmuffs on his ears. That was a little silly. But, you know, I was on the road for a long time and I was listening to a lot of stand-up comedy. And sometimes that stand-up has like these like ups and downs, like the, the dynamic range of the audio recording. And sometimes... If you're driving on a noisy road or something, you got to crank it a bit, and then all it takes is just one little... Man, they are really making a racket. Um, Speaking of stand-up comedy, 
G.S. Lewis. It's, it's December 2022, and I can think back, was it January, February? Like about a year ago, I was going to open mic stand-up nights. Oh, now we got some hammering. Anyway, yeah. So like a year ago, I was trying to, uh, I don't know, try my hand at stand-up for the second time. I'd, I'd tried it before and failed miserably. And it, it, it was cool to be going out to these open mic nights and seeing the talent and the hard work and dedication that people had to stand up. I, I would just get up there. I'd, I don't really, I'm not nervous about talking in front of people, but when I get up there with a mic and my job is to tell jokes, I jokes elude me. And all I can do is tell corny stories about being in middle school, uh, get corny, get it. I, I, the, I remember doing one bit, I guess if you could call it that. It was really just me rambling a story about trying to make a best friend with the new corn album, and I don't think anyone got it. So, you know, after trying that and trying to dig into a job that just really wasn't treating me right, maybe in all fairness, I wasn't treating the job right. Who knows? But uh, yeah, after trying my hand at stand up and, and my work difficulties and everything, I just, I don't know, threw all my papers up in the air and saw what landed facing up. And one of those things was trying to actually make something of this podcast idea I had been kicking around for a while. And I don't even remember when was our first episode? There I go using the royal we again reminder folks if i say we in the context of how this podcast gets made i'm lying it's just me it's just me i mean i do have support from annika my lovely girlfriend who wrote and recorded that awesome intro song which i don't know i don't want to get ahead of myself but I kind of always like dream about like doing a live podcast one day. I can't imagine being assembled in a room full of people with tinnitus or who care about ringing in their ears that want to see someone talk about it live. Actually, that's not true at all. That's like what I think about every single day from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed. I just think about talking to people about tinnitus. That's who am I kidding? I mean, I guess I would go to that. And Joseph Rauschiker's TED Talk had a, a lot of people uh, present. But let's see, 25th of April was our first episode. Ah, imagine that. And it's been a wild ride since then. April started the podcast, dug in. About a month later, I was like, you know what? This isn't going to cut it. Signed myself up for some college classes. Started my new semester just after interviewing Justin Pearson, who that that was a big deal for me. And believe me, not a day or maybe like three days goes by without me thinking back to that interview and what a dork I was talking to that guy. But you know what? I was a dork before that, and I've been a dork since then. I have reached out to lots of people I looked up to in this whole tinnitus musician sphere that I'm obsessed with 
And, you know, sometimes I fall flat on my face. I'm a little earnest at times, a little over-eager. Maybe that over-eagerness is what got me damaged ears in the first place. But you know what? That's who I am. And I'm a work in progress, okay? Um, so I'm, I'm just constantly working on it. I feel like I made some new friends in the, the realm, shall we call it for now? Certainly made a lot of progress with my school-related journeys. Still got plenty of questions, lots of things I still need to learn about. But uh, golly gee, I, I never would have thought I'd be back in school and counting down the days till I get a degree. Because let me tell you what, when I left school that first time, I was like, peace, degree, I don't need you. And I guess for a while I didn't. Um, it's no regrets. I had a good run being a traveling, hippie, musician, cook, chef, restaurant guy for plenty of years. And that was a lot of super fun adventure. But here I am. And it's a, a new stage. Lots of cool stuff on the horizon. Speaking of cool stuff on the horizon... Some tinnitus news. You guys hear about the uh, research that Emily Carden has been doing? She is a postdoc researcher in Belgium. And she just participated in this thing called the PhD Cup. I want to say it was called. Yeah, and she she got like second place in this international competition presenting her research, lots of interesting stuff. They're using EEGs to measure people's brain activity, which, you know, I haven't even really looked into the difference between what we're looking at when we're doing fMRI studies and EEG studies on people's brains. So, and I've complained a lot about what I understand is that fMRIs are really loud and they use them to study people with tinnitus. Seems kind of screwy but uh i don't know she it seems like she's doing some really cool research i don't want to butcher it here a lot to get into stuff about response times to sounds in people with tinnitus and about objectively being able to measure tinnitus i don't know seems pretty interesting and if you look into it it's it's pretty cool to see a young researcher jumping into the field and crushing it so really stoked for what's going on there. I don't know about y'all. Uh, I tried to watch the video. She did this conference and it's in, uh, what is it, Dutch they speak in Belgium? Emily Cardin. You can look it on YouTube. I learned about the story through Hyperacusis Central. They're another Instagram page that I follow just following all that here in goodness, they reached out to her apparently and did this kind of written interview. They published it in a YouTube video. You can watch like this eight minute piece if you're listening in English. Um, pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool. So super excited about Emily's research. That's, that's some really neat stuff. And of course, I will keep you posted if I learn anything more meaningful. Um, what else? Listen, you hear this? Wrote some notes down. 
someone tagged me in this post uh, from another podcast. It was an interview with Alec McKay, who's the singer behind this band, Hammered Hulls. And I'd been hearing about them for a while. There's this kind of... Are they on Discord? I think they're on Discord. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, they're on Discord. Total Discord sounding band. I, I like it. It's great. This punk band. East Coast, probably. Anyway, they have the song, Boilermaker's Notch, which I learned refers to the notch in the range of hearing carved out in the ears of someone, say, who it makes boilers for, you know, makes furnaces and the hammering of the metal. I guess this is like a more dated term related to factory workers and such. Anyway, it's a it's a Tinnitus song. I don't know if you, like me, have collected a list of songs that are about tinnitus. Songs about tinnitus comes up on my Google a lot. Show Me the Way by Peter, Peter Frampton? That one's new to me. Turn the page. Early in the, in the smoke, all those amplifiers ringing in your ears. Blood Makes Noise by Suzanne Vega? What? Blood Makes Noise. It's a ringing in my ear. Suzanne Vega, really? Uh, that's uh, Tom's Restaurant or Tom's Diner. Do, 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 do. What else do we have here? Jerry Jeff Walker. What? These aren't the big songs. What are the big... Staring at the... Okay, this is going to be another list. Anyway, listening to that interview with Alec McKay, he had some interesting thoughts on uh, the acceptance of one's path, you know? Acceptance, that's, that's a big part of it. Al DiMiola, guitarist. Jazz guitarist, maybe? I, I think that description's kind of fair. Seems like he's done a bunch of work uh, all over the place, but jazz seems to be his thing. Um, I, I never was a big jazz fan, but I always knew the name because when I was a kid, my parents got roped up into some shenanigans or they had to like get some magazine subscriptions. I don't know if that ever happened with you. And, you know, the magazines weren't like the A-list magazine so my mom asked me what do you want I said I want guitar world and I, I don't know I got like guitar magazine or something it, it was usually like deeper more artisty artists I wanted to learn about like new metal and stuff but uh yeah Aldi Miola he was all over that thing and we also got bass player magazine and uh uh what's his name Victor Wooten he was on like every cover. Sometimes I wonder about Victor Wooten. Does Victor Wooten have tinnitus? You ever seen that guy play a bass? It's intense. He's always slapping it and swinging himself around. Pretty intense. Anyway, I learned about Alan D. Miola having tinnitus. Jazz guitarist. You know, we're not talking Zach Wild pinch harmonics here. But, you know, a guitarist who's been around for a minute. Admits to have been playing in some loud bands. Sent me down a whole rabbit hole. I started looking for like, you know, sort of the 
artists who you wouldn't associate with playing louder or being in louder acts? Do they have tinnitus? Who did I learn about? Herbie Hancock says he has some hearing loss in a weird video. I think he's trying to plug a hearing aid company. Didn't specifically mention tinnitus, but um, I looked up Joe Satriani, who fortunately, you know, doesn't have tinnitus, at least not by his own admission, uh, said something about how he his pre-show ritual always includes stuffing those foamies in, rocking with the foamies in his ears. And he his quote says, uh, I can still go out in the morning and hear the birds chirp because I'm not getting hearing damage. Well, good for you, Setch. Not so good for young whippersnappers like me that just saw you rip-roaring on stage with your cool sunglasses and your signature Ibanez guitar and thought that's all you had to do to rock was just get up there. Wouldn't it be cool if there was like a like School of Rock 2022, except Freddie's dead, R.I.P. Freddie from School of Rock. Um, you know, where Jack Black had a, like part of that montage scene where they're playing that really cool Ramon song is him like putting earplugs in. You know, Lawrence is good at piano, but is Lawrence good at putting ear protection in? Okay, I mean, seriously, of all of the School of Rock kids, you might think Lawrence would be the one to put in hear, hearing protection, right? I don't, I don't know. Zach? Would Zach Mooningham be rocking the ear pro? Anyway, what else we got on our notes here? Um, you know, I had a friend, he wrote to me about this, this philosophy writing and it's called what is it like to be a bat i'm looking it up right now the author is thomas nagel and it's this really deep complex writing i'm, I'm not sure i totally loved it but i thought it was kind of interesting it came up when i was telling my friend yeah, I got this ringing in my ears. And he says, oh, I've got it too. I said, oh, wow, that's that's news to me. He said, yeah, I've had it for a while. I usually just forget about it. I was like, oh, good for you. And, you know, after a quick back and forth, he goes, hey, have you ever read this piece? What is it like to be a bat by Thomas Nagel? And I, I don't know, like the gist of it is that if at best you can be convinced that someone... Uh, is at least like in the same shoes you're in, the best you might be able to hope for is that they have a partial yet incomplete understanding of what it is you're going through. You know, there's that whole, uh, one of my favorite Jack Handy quotes from SNL. What is it? It's, uh, it's a mile in the shoes. Jack Handy, mile in shoes. Oh, yeah. Before you criticize someone, walk a mile in their shoes. That way you'll be a mile away from them and you'll have their shoes. Um, not exactly what I was trying to say there, but I don't know. The Thomas Nagel writing was a bit dense, but, you know, the gist of it, that it can be almost nearly impossible to truly convey to someone else what it is you 
you are experiencing, what what you're going through. I mean, I think that goes for good and bad things. We got some more hammering. Um, you know, as uh, as much as I've tried over the years as a creative person to try to convey what's going on in here to the rest of the world, to put it outside, it's it's a super challenging task. It's it's super hard. Um, how does that relate to tinnitus? I don't know. It's a bit loosey goosey. I. I just find with all these conversations I'd love to have about the ringing in my ears, it's just neat. All these like tangential connections start to open up. Sometimes I feel like I'm just, I sound like conspiracy corner guy. Um, and, you know, to a certain extent, I guess a little bit of that is true. I, I have some weird tinnitus theories for sure, but I don't know. I, I've really enjoyed how all these conversations I've had with guests on the show and with people I've reached out to outside of this show, where my schooling has taken me, all of that has taught me a lot of great things about health and nutrition, the amount of sleep I get, how certain patterns and routines of my day-to-day -day existence contribute to or have absolutely no effect on my tinnitus. It's really interesting. Sometimes I wonder, is this the reference point from which we want to be basing so many of our considerations of how life goes about? Is, is, is this our, our North Pole? Is this, is this going to be the, the guiding star for the rest of my life? I, I hope not. But it's not all bad. You know, I... Like I said at the start of the show, I can't help but worry sometimes about my past and like, did I did I bonk up my ears too much in the past and should I feel bad about it in the present? I think the short answer is no. Am I good at doing that? No, not yet. I'm working on it. It's all uh, a work in progress. Um, but it's it's something to work towards, I guess. It, it it's wild. I I on the one hand, dang you tinnitus for coming into my life the way you have. It's been super frustrating. But on the other hand, like I I have this new energy and revitalization uh, about just how I go about things. I mean. When I'm in class, when I'm at school, I'm like front of the class, raising my hand, asking the questions. You all should see the notes I take. They're just bonkers. They're off the wall. They're just so in-depth. Highlighters everywhere. I've got all the color coding. Uh, I went a little overboard. Kind of overworked my note-taking hand. Got some carpal tunnel going for me. So that's real nice. But... Uh, I just love it. I'm in, so enthusiastic about gobbling up all this knowledge right now. And uh, I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. So I don't know. Are we done here for the day? I, I just kind of wanted to do a brief check-in. I don't know if y'all can still hear the hammers and the drills going, but they're still going. I'm still going. I hope you're still going. 
That's a long drill they're going after. Yeah, dudes and dudettes and everyone in between. I think that's about it for how I got tonight is for the year 2022. And I think I'm just going to sign off. But I want to thank you for tuning in if you have. Or, you know, if you haven't, no, no worries. No big deal. I got some friends reach out sometimes and they say, Oh, I'm sorry I haven't been listening to your podcast as much as I should. I ask them, hey, are you worried about the ringing in your ears? Do you have ringing in your ears? And they usually say, oh, no, I just thought I should listen to it because I'm your friend. You know, do what you got to do. Listen to it if you want to. Listen to it if it does you any good. If it doesn't, whatever. Move on. But, you know, if you do listen to the show and you have any feedback, you want to let me know how it could be more interesting to you or guests that would be on the show that you'd want to listen to i i'm all ears (laughs) or eyes in the case of you sending me an email or dm or whatever reach out on uh, instagram i hang out there i like to say hi make friends but uh yeah got some exciting stuff in the works hey here's a question Do you think I should show my face anytime soon? You know, up until this point, I've just been trying to be modest. It's about the show. It's about the guests. It's about the conversations. I don't really want to make it about me, 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 me. Though, you know, I did say in this episode, I kind of want to, like, get in the spotlight a little. Should I start making little, little things? Sharing my thoughts in little videos? Works for some folks. I don't know. I'm not at the point where I'm trying to like sell anything to you or anything. So I'm content to just quietly put out my content when it comes out and uh, and be with that. But sometimes I wonder, do I seem like a bot account? When you see this page, do you see a bot? Dang old drills. Okay, that's it. That's the end of my think- thinking for uh, 2022. Do I seem like a bot to you? All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Toodaloo.